Welcome to the Queen of Random Podcast with your host, Shavonda, a.k.a. Yo-Yo, a.k.a. Wheezy, but I prefer my government name. How y'all doing? You know what? What I really wanted to talk about was there are some things that I did not realize as I have been uh, going on this little journey, or should I say it's was interesting so uh, for some that may or may not know about a couple years ago I was actually on the upwards of over 350 pounds and since then I've lost about over 120 believe about 30 pounds since so that has been a journey within itself in regards to me kind of being used to you know kind of where I'm catching up mentally to where my body is. So I noticed that one of the first things that came to my attention was as soon as I was starting to lose it, I started to notice, you know what? I could actually look down and see the cooter. Now, I know that that's probably something that you know you probably have seen all the time but i'm gonna be honest with you i ain't seen that thing in a long time okay not to say it was you know hanging over the side because i'm i'm kind of a little tallish but not that much tall so it, it did not sit that crazy but i mean i could actually see it i was like you gotta be kidding me man that what that thing looked like how you doing you doing good i'm sorry i was talking to it but anyway then another thing that i had noticed was my back so now look i'm i'm not a small lady so i had a little you know a little little baggage little little baggage you know a little little hangage over so you know, another thing that I had noticed that it was starting to come down too, but then before it started to really come down, it had this weird, like, sagging thing going on. And I'm sitting up here, like, looking back there, and this is almost like a bag of chip. Not even really a bag of chip. Maybe a little, a little pillow back there. A little, little soft pillow back there. And you know what? I was like, okay. You know, we, we, we went from little from from, from little solid back to to, to to little soft pillow. So, you know, I noticed that a little bit. And then I think another thing um, that I had noticed was, you know what? I could cross my legs. Now I'ma tell you right now, me and these thighs have always been in battle. Always been in battle. So to be able to take these thing and kick it over to the other side and it ain't about the scoop out. You know what I mean? Kick out over to the other side. Oh, man. That right there is a feeling. And I'm going to tell you one more thing. Well, really, it ain't even finna be one more thing. But these knees, look. So I had, when I was in high school, a runner's knee. And I guess you could kind of get that when you over, you know, use your knee and so it'll 
still bother me from time to time especially when I was heavier if I would do any kind of movement soon as I bend my knee even past 180 degree click 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 so chai my knees have went from click 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 to half the click you hear me half the clicks now come on now that's progress that is progress Damn, what was something else that I had noticed? Well, you know what? My skin was starting to clear up because you know what? I, I had a little some a little pimplish action and I will say that taking some collagen and all that good stuff, you know, that's definitely been helping. And so, you know, skin cleaning up, you know, a little clean, clean, you know. And then what else have I noticed that I can't say that I really had before? Hmm. You know what? I could kind of jog. Actually, I think I could jog a mile. I think I can jog at least a decent mile. In which, I'm going to tell you right now, back in the day, there was a reason why my nickname was Wheezy. Okay, because when I used to get on that track and would run, I don't even think we would get a half of a quarter mile. Just dying, okay? I am dying. So of course, you know, naturally they had to become my name. And I ain't even gonna lie, if I run, if I run now, I mean I still might lose maybe half a lump, but it's more than what was before. Cause see, before when I was running, I at least I was losing like maybe about eighty to ninety percent of my lungs now. So I, I can I'm lose losing half my lungs. And I can still keep it moving. So I can at least say that. Then, another thing is squats. <sighs> Me and squats got a love-hate relationship. Look, I'm going to keep it a book. Ain't, ain't no ass back here, okay? It is it is absent, okay? Some people keep saying this a little bit, and I guess I'm going to work on that. But it, it ain't nothing back there, you know. But they keep saying try squats and don't get me wrong I told you the knee clicks are half but the knees still be clicking okay so when it come down to getting into that real deep squat see my knees get like that about five good reps and then okay it's ready to go it's time to take it out look I, I can't do them too much I gotta do like hack squats um, I do uh, little hamstring curls. I, I do everything but a doggone squat. But you know what? I ain't even going to say that other thing. Because you know what? You, you don't know me that well to even. I, I don't even want. <laughs> I'm going to keep that to myself. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I figured, you know what? That is definitely some of the things that I had noticed. And you know what? I got to tell you, for anybody who is really trying to uh, get into weight loss, I I really got to say on a serious note, it really isn't an easy process um, because you really do have to be kind of self-disciplined and really 
when you think about it, you know, when we get out of our parents' houses, because, you know, as children, you know, our parents kind of dictate our diets. So we were only kind of the weight that we were because of the regulations of whatever our parents gave us. So naturally, when we did become adults and we had the ability to choose whatever we want, I'm going to tell you right now, and I can't speak for nobody else, I lost my damn mind to be fair. Um, and, you know, it's got to the point where, you know, food became not only a source of energy, but it became a source of alleviating emotions that I did not want to address. And I believe that I allowed that stress to continue to fester to me keeping that weight on for as long as I did. And so, you know, when that situation did end for, and it almost was not long after that, it was kind of like my body almost started to do it naturally where it was starting to alleviate some of that inflammation and stress and, you know, allowing me that if I was attempting to lose weight this time, that it would be in my favor and it would, you know, be lost and maintained as a loss as long as, you know, I don't put myself in those types of stressful situations to even promote that type of weight gain. And so I, I get it. We're, we're in an environment where it is so hard to stay focused and to stay motivated when you know the ways of the world can make you feel like oh my god I need something I need something but and I know it's hard to hear but food is never the answer I'm sorry it's never the answer if anything it's just a poor coping mechanism that ends up you know doing more harm to you in the long term than what you think what you think or appear as temporary relief that even includes going to to be active honestly with being active that i know is hard because you know for a lot of people they already work uh, jobs where they may possibly be on their feet or moving for possibly at least eight hours you know for a lot of people so by the time they get off of work the last thing they want to do is move but then the one thing that a lot of well some people don't realize is that whenever you get off from work movement is probably the most important thing you could probably really do after work the reason why I believe that to be the case is because if you're a person who works in a environment where you are sedentary for long periods of time, you know, you're building up, um, you know, you're building up fluids when you're sitting there for those periods. And so when you don't allow your body the ability to move or do the stretches to um, allow for the proper drainage within lift, you know, within your lymph nodes um, to, you know, 
keep your inflammation down, you'll end up, you know, gaining weight, even if you don't necessarily eat like a really high calorie diet, simply because of the stress of sitting there for a long period of time. That even works, even if you happen to be moving for long periods of time. Um, It's almost important that even if you don't necessarily make any additional physical activities that you take that time to properly stretch um, afterwards so that again you would ensure that you're um, allowing the lymph nodes to drain all of that excess fluid and stress from your body so that when you wake up the next day you're not feeling as in pain uh, because of the fluid around your joints you know when you're sleeping and so, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily know about that, but that, that's kind of where I'm coming in at, you know, seriously, um, take the time. Uh, it's not necessarily the hardest thing to do, but I say that the best suggestion to anyone is to create a lifestyle. I'm not going to say a diet. Create a lifestyle that allows you to be healthy for most of the week so that for one, it allows your body to detox um, from whatever that that you may want to do. And then two, you know, it'll also give you some time to kind of figure out and understand how your body digests certain foods during the week. So that way, if you did want to, you know, take the time to get a little meal in on the weekend then go ahead, enjoy yourself. And you know what? You'll notice that over time, that as you kind of continue that that type of habit, that when you do start to enjoy things on the weekend, you'll actually realize that you may not need um, to eat as much as you normally would have whenever you used to indulge because of the uh, way how you've kind of reset your gut uh, throughout the week. And so... Um, If anything, I really hope that you take those suggestions and I know I am all over the place and really I'm a, I'm an enigma, you know, I could, I feel like I could pretty much adapt to anything, be a chameleon to anything, hopefully, at least that's what I would think. Um. Yeah. Welcome to the Queen of Random Podcast with your host Shavonda and how are you all doing? So, you know what? I figured I would start this segment off kind of talking about some of the benefits of fasting or at least um, maybe four of the things that I could think of that would be really good benefits for fasting. And uh, fasting for me, just to kind of give you a background, I had been doing it on and off for maybe about six years, but it really has not been within the last two years that I really started seeing progress. Now, you would have thought, you know, the other four years, I probably would have gave up on it, but the factual benefits 
of fasting are unrefutable to me. So I can't see myself not attempting it in some way. Now, you know, I will say, at least for my sake, it probably has been a good year since I really got into it. And you know what? I kind of got complacent about it because it's it is a mental game. It is a mental game. And unlike before, I don't necessarily have to fast nowhere near as long and by average don't even fast as long. Matter of fact, um, I'll tell y'all a quick story. So when I would say about maybe four years ago, well, nope, six years ago, I would say six years ago. No. Yeah. Six years ago. I remember I was, you know, in the living room. It was a Sunday and I never forget because I, I usually like to cook, cook on Sunday. So, but some odd reason I kind of just wanted to make some party food because we were watching a a show at the time so I made Rotel dip and I had Doritos and I had some other stuff and I had a large uh two liter drink yeah I was doing the most I was doing the most I'm not even gonna lie so then it was one day it was on that same day later on that evening I came across this YouTube channel called the healthy alternative And what they were doing was they were kind of explaining some of the benefits of water fasting. And I had already kind of felt depressed. Okay, I'm just going to be honest. I felt depressed. And you know what? I was already to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of waiting till Monday. I am tired of waiting till next week. I'm just going to do it right now. And when I say right now, I stopped everything I did and decided to do a full 21 day fast. Yeah. Yeah. When I tell you that thing was not easy, um, I will say the first week. The first week was a little difficult, especially the first few days because, you know, your body is starting to kind of like detox and kind of empty everything that's kind of in your digestive tract within that time. So, you know, it is going to feel a little bit difficult. Um, But one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to bring it up was because, as I mentioned, there's about four good benefits um, that I've noticed with water fasting. So I want to stop this uh, perception now that water fasting is not a diet. It is not a diet. You can almost think of water fasting like an oil change, like you're servicing your body. Like it's something that you most likely need to do at least every few months to kind of reset your digestive system. Um, I've noticed that there are some foods before that I can now digest better because I allowed my body that time to really detox. Secondly, it is probably one of the most natural ways to get yourself into a ketogenic state in which as you know, with the keto diet, it involves high fat, high protein, low carb foods. After day three of your 
you know, water fast, your body will actually naturally go into that state. So really within the first week, I do not be surprised if you lose about maybe seven to 10 pounds, maybe within the first uh, week. And it's only because, you know, your body's just trying to empty out all of the extra stuff that's just been sitting in there either over the years or just has not been digesting properly. Another thing that I've also noticed about the water fasting is because it really does allow you to kind of understand how long things digest in your body. Um, as I mentioned, you know, we, we live in a time where, you know, we are so easily influenced and we're in free will. Well, free will in regards to food. So sometimes there are some foods that we eat, sometimes not in moderation that end up messing us up internally. So the water fasting from time to time, again, maybe once every three months, really allows you to flush your system. It really allows you to flush your system. There's also been studies that, um, you know, water fasting is also a way that your body can already start to naturally um, get rid of either toxins or possibly little tumors naturally from the body as it is flushing. And you know, it was it was a, a little bit of a benefit that I did not really think of, but who knows? I, you know, with possibly water fasting long term, who knows for people who may have something like fibroid cysts, um, you know, you never know what those benefits might end up uh, coming to, to where could you imagine Having a fibroid cyst, you water fast, it shrinks and naturally just goes away. I don't know. I would love to see if that is the case. In fact, if there's ever a a doctor that kind of has any information about that, I really think it would be interesting to talk about because I know that there are a lot of things that women go through or let's be honest. Some men ain't clean. Okay. They're not. They're not. And you know what? Fasting also allows you to detoxify your body. So that means if you with the one that got the little cheese on the little whatchamacallit. Okay, I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to really detox. You can detox from people, food, yourself. All within that time. All within that time. And I believe one of the other things that really is a good benefit to water fasting is mental fortitude. There truly is power in mental fortitude when you have reprogrammed your body to not look at food as your channel to get fulfillment. I believe water fasting allows you almost to be in a solitude state that allows you to really think about what is it that you want to see? Do you really want to see the best version of you? Do you? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Um, I would not recommend 
uh, fasting to maybe people who are already at a very, very low state, or you know what? I actually would think some of those people possibly in a smaller state, my suggestion is possibly a couple of days at a time. The only reason why I say at least a couple of days uh, for people that are smaller is because again, just because you're smaller doesn't mean that your, your digestion or your diet is the best. So I feel like everyone would benefit from fasting in some way. Everyone. Everyone. And you know what? Most importantly, you are no longer a slave to your emotion linked to taste. Um, I will say that I have struggled with my relationship with food and stress for over 13 years. And it wasn't until the last couple of years that I... <clears throat> found a way to really um, rechannel my emotions into other ways. And I think that is what's important, being able to understand how to cope with emotions properly, being able to allow your body time to reset, being able to understand that this is not a diet, this is a lifestyle, this is like an oil change, this is almost necessity. Um, I cannot stress that enough. And, and even then, I'll just say for my sake, uh, for the sake of commitment, I believe, you know what? I think what I'll do is this week... I will do a three-day water fast. And you know what? I'll tell y'all about the progress about it each day. And I'll tell you what I've observed. And you know what? If y'all feel like participating, go on ahead. And you know what? If you do have any questions about fasting or anything in regards to weight loss, you know, feel free to, you know, put a little question below. Or you know what? I do have a Facebook page, uh, The Queen of Random Podcast. You can definitely put your questions there. And again, I really want to thank y'all. I know it seemed like a little bit out of the... It, it's a little bit all over the place, but I promise you, it's all good information. It's all good information. And you know what? I really hope y'all have a wonderful day. Bye. Welcome to the Queen of Random Podcast with your host, Shavonda. How are you doing? So, you know what? I thought that this would be a good time to kind of just talk about my weight loss journey so far. Um, you know, I have to say over the years, I have been bigger than I have been this weight. And so I've definitely tried quite a few things over the years. But I figure what I do is just kind of talk about the, you know, kind of what I've been doing, at least in this journey. And, you know, hopefully, you know what, it might help somebody. Hopefully. <laughs> 
Yes, and so um, honestly, for my sake, my journey actually started on the day um, I found out that the person that I was with for 13 years um, had been seeing someone else and apparently apparently had already settled in. And so that, you know, for me was a wake up call um, to me because uh, it was like for the first time I had to look at me and I didn't even recognize who that was but I remember and I still have those pictures I actually took pictures on the day I found out and kept those pictures as a reminder of what to not be anymore um I actually have not seen them pictures in about a year and a half now but um yeah, that was a very rough time. I mean, I'm I'm almost a little afraid to look at them, but I I know that that they're important. But I I know that um yeah, it started then, and one of the things that I was wanting to do was trying to create a habit, and one of the habits that I wanted to create was going to the gym, and so. You know, having to transition to being by myself, you know, it it kind of worked out for me because, you know, it allowed me to kind of get out the house up. And I had just not too long ago got my baby, <laughs> my car, I called a little Tyrone. That's Tyrone now. You know, me and Tyrone, we're going to get on the road. <laughs> You're going to see us now. But, you know, um, yeah, it just started with going to the gym every day. And, you know, from there, um, it would be like five or 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes until I was able to get it up to like maybe 30. Sometimes like even now, I mean, I might go like an hour and a half, depending on if I'm in a good, you know, straight training session. But, um, you know, it was real low and slow. And then eventually it was getting to the point where. As you know, being alone, it allowed me to just start appreciating simple things. And one of the simple things that I tend to like is a really beautiful day. Really beautiful day because it's like as soon as I see it, it makes me want to just get out and just walk. Just walk and just take in all that nice vitamin D from the sun. You know, look, I'm so crazy, child, because I'll look up and just be grinning like a just cat. And I tell you, because I, I, I just find that beautiful sun just coming down very gratifying. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for it. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of corny. It's kind of corny, but that, that for some odd reason just gives me more fulfillment than getting a 20 piece wing for some odd reason. Um, but it, it took me trying to change my mindset because it, 
that was that was definitely one of the things that I did in the beginning was trying to change my mindset when I realized that a lot of the times when I thought I was hungry was boredom I knew I needed to try to uh, mitigate that type of hunger cue into something that was a little bit more productive you know so I would think, you know, walking or, you know, possibly what I'm doing as well, being a digital creator, being able to provide you all wonderful content like this beautiful podcast episode. And, you know, it it really helps me to not be into myself, you know, because I can always find a way to make it a pity party, you know, but, um, yeah, I would definitely say the change in my mindset. Um, another thing that I will also say is starting out with eliminating certain things from my diet. And what I mean by that is like certain proteins. So one of the other things that I did in the beginning was I needed to know what I digest well. And I felt like that was important because the one thing that if you've ever seen any of my content, I've, you know, I've ever mentioned inflammation is real. And so, you know, when you think about it, when you take in certain proteins, um, the proteins, they don't break down as quickly as like vegetables or or simple carbs or other carbohydrates. You know, they they tend to break down a lot, a lot slower. So, you know, as it's breaking down slower, it is producing methane gas. And what is methane gas doing? It is expanding. And then when it's expanding, it's causing stress. And what does stress do to the body? Create inflammation. Yes, creates inflammation. So I felt like it was important that in the beginning, I would start with eliminating different proteins from my diet um, so I could see which ones digest well. So what I noticed, at least for my sake, and you know what? It might be a great little uh, tool for you, too, because you never know. But I noticed that red meat tends to digest way slower than chicken for me. Um, fish. Fish is OK, but fish also tends to, to give me some digestive problems. So I have to limit that. Um, that was actually an interesting thing that I noticed, um, throughout the journey. So, you know, finding things that digest well, I was also taking in things that also produce, um, you know, promoted anti-inflammatory such as like, um, they have it at Walmart, I believe Publix it's called orange turmeric ginger tea or ginger juice. And, I'm telling you, you would drink that before bed, wake up the next morning, you feel like a whole new woman. I'm telling you, whole new woman. And you know what? Drinking plenty of water. Plenty. Yeah, I think in the beginning, I would drink about 10 to 15 bottles a day. I tend to drink quite a few now, but... 
I feel like getting in all of that hydration in the very beginning is so important. Plus, it helps with, you know, look, we're already getting older. And if we have to lose a lot of weight, we may end up having a lot of, you know, loose skin. So, you know, you want to be able to keep, you know, hydration so that it would allow your body to, uh, you know, revive back some of that natural skin elasticity, you know, to get the little snatch back now. I'm telling you. And another thing that I can also tell you is supplements, supplements, supplements. That's something I did not do before. Um, when it comes to supplements, one of the things I'll tell you, turmeric, curcumin. I get those in the pill form. Collagen, that is great for the skin. Um, now, I've just recently, uh, well, no, I put it in about, I would say within the past uh, few months, ashwagandha root. That is another one. That is great for a mood stabilizer. Um, I also take uh, multivitamins, women's multivitamins. Um, I know that um, I've taken, I need to get some more omega-3 fish oils. And, you know, just taking those things, I've noticed that it's really done a lot to kind of improve my skin. And really reverse some of the things that I've had before. Shoot, I feel like I feel younger now than I was <laughs> three years ago. So I tell you, but I mean, at my highest, I was I was definitely over 350 pounds, and now you know I'm around 215, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. But, you know, I'm not trying to get too much less. Now, I'm, I'm really not. What I want to do is just be able to kind of improve what I already have. And, you know, while I can't get rid of all of the loose skin, I can do what I can to promote myself, you know, to have a better body, you know, feel, feel stronger, feel stronger. But yeah, you know what? I'll go a little bit more a bit about the crazy stories that I used to do, child, uh, to try to lose some of this weight before. But you know what, y'all? I'll talk to y'all later. Welcome to the Queen of Random Podcast with your host, Shavonda. And how are you doing? So, you know what? As part of the whole weight loss series, I figured I'd tell y'all about the crazy stories of what I used to try to do to try to keep motivated and losing weight. And so, um, you know, I've mentioned it before, but within the last couple of years, I've lost a total of over 135 pounds. And, you know, that has been uh, possibly one of the most rewarding and challenging things I've done, you know, in, in recent time. And, and, you know, that has really been a, a you know, a, a wide opening experience for me and, so, you know, for my sake, um, 
you know, kind of being at the lower weight that I've been at, I've been heavier for most of that time. And so usually I could tell you that during that time, I've tried a lot of crazy things. But one of them that, you know, I think probably takes the cake was when I decided to do a 15 mile bike run. So I recall it was around the time where um, one of the people that, um, you know, were friends, but, you know, kind of not. But I noticed that they were on a weight loss journey and they were doing like a walking challenge. And so, you know, that, yeah, it, it motivated me. Mm-hmm. It sure did because I, I decided to go, you know, around the park where I was and would try to do those challenges myself. And then I decided, you know what, maybe what I need is something to motivate me to just keep me on course. So I decided to look something up and look for whatever the next local event is that I can possibly get ready for. And so I seen this 15 mile bike run. It was for a good cause. Um, uh, you know, it was called a ride for kids. Um, and, you know, it was, you know, giving money um, to those to support them. So I thought that was nice. And it was six weeks away. Yeah, six weeks Now, at the time, I was working in food service, and so I was working as a cook um, within one area that was a restaurant, and then I was also picking up extra hours because they needed people with catering, so it would almost feel like I was kind of doing two jobs, kind of, yeah, because I really... As soon as I would get off from one, I would end up going to the other one. And then say if I had to get to one as early as seven, I might not get back to the house until like maybe 12 o'clock that night because I would be helping with catering. So, yeah, as if I did not have enough. But I decided to, you know, go for it. And so what I did was I got a bike. That bike... I liked it. I liked it. It had a little shocks, you know, you know, it do what it need to do, you know, nothing too crazy, but I had to get a whole nother seat now. Cause that little, that little seat that they put on that bike, it ain't mm-mm. baby. I was three twenty. That ain't no way. All that would have been able to sit back there. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not trying to have that thing mm-mm. held up in somewhere, just squeezing away. So I got a bigger seat. And I even got a little cute little speedometer for it, thinking, you know what? I want to be able to track how far I'm going and what I'm doing. So you should see I'm getting on the bike. And as soon as I start riding, I'm like, why is it taking me two minutes to get to this corner and I can walk faster? Yes. Sadly, I was at the time. I felt too heavy to actually ride. So what I did as an alternative was just walk because I was thinking walking would help build up endurance and stamina to be able to handle the bike ride. And so that's what I did. Um, I would walk to work. That meant that I had to get up at five in the morning 
and it will be pitch black dark, y'all. But I will walk to work. Um, I would not be walking back because the the distance from where the second location I had to go to in my house too far, Mm-mm, baby. We we gonna have to. We were going to have to do something else And I did not have a car at the time So you know that was other transportation Like a cab or something like that But um, or on the days That I did not have The catering I would um, Attempt to just Walk there and back And that would kind of be my thing Matter of fact one day It was the only off day that I had I decided mm, yeah, let me do a walk. Let me do like a huge one because I was I was most likely at about three weeks in at this point. And honestly, I mean, I did lose about 25 pounds up until that point, but I still felt too heavy uh, to be on the bike. I mean, I was like at the upper threes, like 298, uh, so to speak. So... I decided to do a walk and the walk was 13 miles there and back. Uh, it took me every bit 14 hours. And the only reason why it took me 14 hours was because I I was tired. I was tired. I had to rest a little bit. And yes, when I got home, yes, my feet were swollen. I was swollen all over. But you know what? I did it. And that, along with just keep walking, I ended up losing another, another 20, oh, no, yep, another 20 pounds. I ended up uh, starting that race at about 280. And at first, everything was going good. It was that coming back, y'all. It was that coming back. That thing was beating me up. But you know what? I didn't finish last. (laughs) But even then, well, actually, really, the most important thing was I was able to actually finish, like finish the race. Like I, I did it and I conquered it and I felt so good about it. And really, I, um, that alone made me think that, you know what, I was capable of a lot more. But, you know, with a lot of things going on personally, I couldn't see it at the time. But you know, you never know what you're capable of until you try. I think that's the main thing that I got from that. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, just kind of wanted to tell y'all about that little bitty story. And you know what? I really hope y'all look out for updates. And I will be on an upcoming um, podcast with EJ Thomas called The Hot Seat, um, where we will be talking about different little things. One of them is, does body count matter? Kind of interesting. But yeah, I really hope that y'all, you know, tune in to the hot seat and, you know, follow them at all of their social media outlets. They've got it on Facebook as well. Uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and, you know, definitely check them out as well. And you know what? Hope y'all have a good day. Say.